Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, she found another guy. That really kind of sucks. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who met this particular girl. They really clicked. And he happened to run into her on the night when she broke up with her boyfriend. So they started dating, hooking up, like right away. And then obviously, the, he had, I guess he had met the boyfriend, and then he kind of came back into the picture. She's kind of gone away on a trip. He did a couple things that came off as being needy. So there's a bunch of little things going on in this. I thought it was a, a great email because you got a woman who's literally, he meets her right as a, a relationship is ending, and he comes in the picture. So she's kind of confused and bouncing back and forth. And on top of that, he's done some things to portray himself as being weak and needy, and it's turned her off. So he's like, she comes back in a couple of months. It's like, what do I do when she comes back so she'll want to start seeing me again and blow off any of the other male orbiters that happen to be trying to get a shot at her, if you will. So I got a quote that I wrote, and then we're going to go through his email. This is a pretty common thing. I think every guy that's watching this has met some woman at some point that they really liked, and she's either right in the middle of a breakup or just had a breakup and so you get you get a lot of things because usually the relationships don't end and they're and then they never talk to the guy there's usually he's trying to come back in the picture especially if she was the one that dumped him so these situations are real tricky because you got to be on your best behavior and be most most masculine that you can be and attractive that you can be because you really can't do a lot of screwing up in these situations and still get another shot because she's still going to be emotionally attached to the guy that she had a long-term relationship with and you're just brand new so there's just no time for that emotional bond to form so the quote says scarcity creates value anything that is rare is more coveted than something that is abundant your time is the greatest gift that you can give anyone Never give away or offer your time to those who do not appreciate, cherish, and value it. Let go of those who are indecisive or unenthusiastic about spending time with you. Go where you are wanted, invited, and welcomed. If you can't find what you're looking for, then create the right circumstances so those who are like-minded will be drawn to the space you make to co-create with you. With that said, let's go through the email. He says, hi, Corey. First of all, I want to say thanks for making all those awesome videos you're making. Well, thanks for watching. I'm glad you enjoy my bloviations and find value in them. I followed you for quite some time now, and I'm trying to follow your advice. Well, as Master Yoda said, try not. Either do or do not. There is no try. But now I really need some help. I'm 29. I'm from Denmark, and she is 20. And I've known about her for about three months, and I've dated her for almost two. I know her ex from business relations. We just got to keep in mind that this girl's pretty young. She probably doesn't have tons of experience. So younger women like this, they really haven't had a chance to date around a lot. And you really cannot pressure a younger, beautiful girl who's got lots of options and lots of choices because it's just too easy for them to bounce right onto the next guy. Because when, 
when you have lots of choices and lots of options, you basically have the paradox of choice. And where a woman is concerned, if she's got 10 guys and she likes all of them kind of about the same, she's going to tend to pull away and test to see who the strong ones are. The weak ones, when she backs off and is slow to respond to texts or doesn't express as much enthusiasm or he, a, a guy asks her for a date and she's like, I'm not sure, i got to check my schedule, then she's just going to back off and see what happens. And the guys that are real slow, that are taking their... In other words, guys that have, also have the same kind of choice, they're busy as well and they're not going to be as available as the guys that are going to be more desperate. And what's great about these types of situations, if you know what you're doing by just being slow and taking your time, the other guys will just knock themselves and take themselves right out of the equation and she'll become more curious about you because you're not behaving like all the rest of the dudes are. The whole situation started when I was walking or when I was talking to her boyfriend on the phone and was on the speaker when she was sitting in his car and heard that I was having a, a business meeting close to her school the day before the weekend, so I assume she's still in college, which is about four hours from her home and mine too. I know she's seen pictures of me, but we never meet, had met before, but the other day her boyfriend told me that she wanted him to ask if it was possible for me to take her with me on that drive home after the meeting, which I agreed, but wasn't thinking anything more than that. Then it came to the day I picked her up, and wow, she was the most beautiful girl, and I was quite surprised. Hmm. Anyway, we packed the car, and, I, and we went three or four hours trip home, and everything just clicked, and we had a great time with a lot of laughing, and then it all started. Two weeks after our drive together, we were at the same Christmas party, and I really had a good eye to her, but I wasn't sure what to do since her boyfriend was also there, so I did nothing. Well, that's a smart thing to do. You don't want to be fucking ripping off some other dude's girlfriend. You don't want to get in the middle of that. Because the idea is if she's going to do him in, it's like step back and just let that all happen. You never want to be the dude that's ripping off some other guy's chick. Because the bottom line is if you're able to be successful at stealing his girl, guess what? When you fuck up like he's fucking up, she'll eventually do the same thing to you and not think a moment of regret about it. He says, when it got later at that night, they end up fighting again and it went that bad that they actually broke up this night and she was really having a bad time. Oh, I'm sure you helped her with her grief therapy. So the universe brought you two together right when that relationship was coming apart. I would say you got to be very cautious about this particular girl. Just because you don't really know what she's like, if she's really kind of a loyal person, but obviously they had an official breakup at this point, so that's fine, but you definitely want to keep your eyes open if you continue dating and seeing somebody like this to make sure they're not still hooking up or dating the ex in the background. I wrote about a, a, a girlfriend of mine that 
I met was kind of in a similar situation. They had broken up, but they were still kind of hanging out as friends with benefits fuck buddies. But she told me it was over and they weren't seeing each other anymore, which I later found out, like three or four months later, that that wasn't the case. She was dating me and dating him. I thought he was out of the picture, so I was like, hey, fuck it. But when I learned, by the time I learned that he was still kind of in the picture, at that point I was kind of already hooked. And I was like, I'm special and I'm going to be different. She would never do that to me. She would never date somebody else behind my back because I'm so fucking awesome. But I wrote about it in the book. And if you read my book, obviously you know what happened. It's a tough lesson to learn. But when you learn those painful kind of lessons, you don't, most of the time, hopefully, you don't make the same mistake. Because the idea is when we experience pain is to learn from it. It's to learn the lesson. If we don't learn the lesson, guess what? We're going to keep experiencing the same pain in the same way. And the universe will keep bringing us the same kind of people until we overcome that. When everybody was planning to take the night, I asked how she was getting home, which she didn't know at this point. So I offered to drive her home in the taxi I was waiting for. And she said, yes. How convenient. So she's upset. She just broke up with her boyfriend. Pretty vulnerable, pretty vulnerable position. It's great timing for you. When we finally got in the cab and I told him to go to her address, but then the surprising thing happened. She suggested that to go home with me. Note, we were both a bit drunk at this point. Yeah, I'm sure the alcohol had nothing to do with it. But I said, sure. And we ended up having sex this night in my place. You really helped her with her grief therapy. What a great guy. When we woke up the next day, I was really afraid that she would regret what happened. But instead, we were having amazing sex again this morning. We ate breakfast and I drove her home to her place. Not bad, not bad. Now the crazy part started. Always a crazy part. Of course, her ex found out what happened and he was quite aggressive on messages and phone calls to her the time after. And then she told me, that we should stop seeing each other while her ex was like this and try to calm him down. Great. When a woman, that, I like that. That's a good sign that she's saying, hey, you know what? Cause, but she's basically saying, you know, I'm not really sure if this is going to end, so let's not see each other for a while. And so the proper response to that is, you know what? You're right. I don't want to get in the middle of it. You know, if it doesn't work out, give me a call. If your guys are able to work it out, good luck. I hope you live happily ever after. But definitely give me a call if it doesn't. I agreed and told her to get in touch when she was ready. Ah, probably because you had been following me for a while and you knew how to handle it. Four days after, she was writing to me and we set up a date. See, this is what happens when you're prepared, for the most part. Which went great and everything was just as good as the first time and then we started to see each other regularly. When we came close to New Year's Eve, then I asked if she wanted to spend it with me and she said yes. I planned a surprise weekend on a wellness spa hotel with the whole New Year package. And we had, and she had the most amazing, we and her had the most amazing weekend together and the feelings started to grow. That's kind of a, a very expensive thing to do for a girl. You're just kind of starting to see who just broke up with her boyfriend. He's kind of possibly still in the background. Don't empty your fucking bank account on one date like that. It's just not necessary. I met her family a couple of times and she's met mine in time after that. Everything seemed pretty perfect, but then it started. I was getting too needy and greedy 
and was starting to talk about us to be exclusive, committed. Ah, that's why I say read the book 10 to 15 times. Because, you know, this is what happens. You start getting some success. You're like, hey, I'm getting laid. This is great. It's great. She's great. I'm great. We're great. It's all great. And then you revert back to the old behavior. You start violating principles. You start displaying weakness, neediness, pursuing too much instead of letting her come to you. Because this girl was already starting out by pretty much doing all the pursuing. So there was no reason to get needy and to over-pursue. Because you actually get in the way of her falling in love with you. And her, which will actually diminish her feelings of attraction for the ex. Because the ex mostly is a source of pain and unpleasant memories and feelings, and you're the escape from that reality. And then when you start to become needy and clingy, then you go from being this positive thing to this guy who's trying to stick her into a relationship. So now what's happening now is you're acting like the woman. And that's definitely not going to help your cause. And she told me that she wasn't sure she was there and what she really wanted because she didn't have this break or single time after her ex and she felt like she wished that she had met some jerks before me and she had met the sweet one, which was me, her words. So what she's basically saying there, indirectly and kind of the way that women explain these things to guys and make guys go, and you're like, what does that mean? She's basically saying, dude, slow down, back your shit up, let me come to you. I actually had a girlfriend tell me that, let me come to you, don't try to force things, and this is what you're guilty of. It's like you're literally, this is kind of a mirror image of what I wrote about in my book. Now the problem comes. Because she was going on a two and a half month trip to LA for some work to support her education, we talked about how to handle this and it ended up with a break while she was away and then see what happens when she gets back. But she wanted us to keep in touch in the meantime. In other words, she wanted you to be in backup position. That's what happens. You over pursue, you start focusing on a relationship and then boom, she bounces on you. The first two weeks went all right. We talked every day and had Skype sex. Yes, it was a bit weird, but it worked. Or so you thought it worked. Then suddenly, the contact changed and there could easily go days before contact and often I was the one who started. See, now you're driving her away. You're acting like a needy, insecure little girl. You were this confident, mysterious guy that she had to work for in the beginning and now you're literally throwing yourself at her. Let's run off to the altar and live happily ever after. And then I got suspicious and I tried your advice about the waiting game it's not the waiting game. This tells me you don't know the fundamentals in the book well enough. You studied it, got a little cocky, got a little full of yourself, started getting a panani. And then, and then it happened. And finally, after seven days, I heard from her on a text, but it was because she felt that she wanted to tell me that she had met a guy that she liked. Women in a position like this, their emotions are all over the place. And what happened was you displayed too much weakness, too much beta male tendencies, too insecure. And she's looking for a man. She's looking for a guy who's the rock, who's the fucking mountain, who's unshakable. And you became a big floppy cock, my friend. I told her that it really makes me sad, but I kind of felt that there was something happening. 
Now you're being a little too sappy. I would just said, cool, well, give me a call if it doesn't work out. Give me a call when you're back in town. I told her that she knew that I was in love with her. That's what you say to your girlfriend, dude. Or after she says she's in love with you. Because what's happening is you're trying to say, I really like you a lot. I love you. You shouldn't date this other guy. You should be with me. See, it doesn't matter how much you like the woman. She really doesn't fucking care about it. What she cares is about her feelings towards you, and they're just not there because you're trying to force it. Because although what's driving you to try to force it is you're afraid. You're afraid that she's not going to like you and she's going to not want to be with you. And because that's what you're believing about yourself, you're literally acting in a way that's communicating to her, hey, you're not going to like me. It's like, I'm not good for you. Subconsciously, you're communicating that to her and she's going to go, okay, well, let me find another guy. And if she ended up changing her mind, then I hoped she would give me a call. She asked if I wanted to talk and I said, yeah, sure. I would have just said, no, it's okay. You're dating somebody else. Good luck with it. If it doesn't work out. Give me a call when you get back in town. That's what shows the strength, the non-attachment. Because you got to love in such a way that the other person feels free, like Thich Nhat Hanh said. And what you're doing is you're smothering this girl. And you're literally driving her into the arms of another guy. We talked for about an hour, and I was really struggling about being positive and don't cry in front of her on the phone. I was just totally going off the rails, dude. But I told her that I wasn't surprised that some other guy was interested in her because she was absolutely beautiful and had a great personality. So, of course, this happened. Thanks for dumping me. You're really special to me. She told me that she was also in love with me when she was, we were seeing each other and, of course, was missing me. And I could still text her and maybe we could meet when she came home again. You can be my backup male orbiter. You can be my plaything if I get bored when I get home. You're not establishing yourself as a high value male. You're establishing yourself as like this guy that's desperate. That's like, wow, this is the only girl that's ever paid any attention to me. It's not attractive. People value what they have to work for, and you're just making it way too easy. And you're make you're presenting yourself like you're just not worthy. You're kissing her ass too much, putting her on a pedestal, and treating her like a celebrity. I told her that I didn't know about the texting, but that she could always give me a call if she changed her mind. But if she wanted to see me again, then she knew where I stand, and I couldn't be her friend. That is smart. You did the right thing there. Good job. So if she wanted to see me again, then it was because we should see where things could lead us. Pretty good. Tells me you were probably reviewing Seven Principles Get an X-Pack. But if you'd read the book 10 or 15 times and been prepared, you wouldn't have needed Seven Principles Get an X-Pack. You would have just let her come to you. She would have probably fallen head over heels in love. But keep in mind, she's only 20. She's young. I know she's having a hard time with the family she's living with in LA. It's not your job to be her therapist or to fix her or to save her, dude. You want a girl that's happy, whole, complete, and got her shit together. At the end of the day, she's young. She hasn't, it doesn't sound like she's finished school or anything yet. So, Is she dumping me for good or is this a guy as a way to feel less alone and her way to handle the situation while we we're having a break? Well, she's obviously definitely on the rebound, but what happened was you talked her out of liking you. You literally chased her right out of your life and into the arms of another guy. 
Because if you'd have been letting her come to you and she goes away and let her do the initiating contact and you do Skype video dates and stuff or FaceTime chats, if she's pursuing you, it's her idea to talk and to reach out. And she talks and she reaches out when she misses you, but you never gave her a chance to miss you because you were always throwing yourself at her. Is there any chance for me to get her back? Flip a coin, it could go either way. My plan is just to wait and see if she contacts me again. It's not to wait and see if she contacts you again. It's to focus on your life, to read the book 10 to 15 times, and keep trying to improve your skills. And if she gets in touch, create the next opportunity for sex to Hang on, have fun, and hook up. Maybe when we get closer to the arrival day, the 28th of March in 2017, I really don't know how to handle this situation the best way. The best way to handle it is to do absolutely fucking nothing. This girl needs to earn another chance with you. Not the other way around. Stop putting her on a fucking pedestal like you're begging to spend time with her, dude. And the other thing is when she comes back, invite her over to your place to make dinner together. Hang out, have fun, hook up. She's got to come to your place at least three dates in a row and hang out, have fun, and hook up. And if she does that, then you can start going and picking her up. But at the end of the day, from this point forward, 100% of the calling, texting, and pursuing must be done by her. There's no reason when a woman is starting to pursue you like she was for you to continue calling and texting. It actually gets in the way of her developing feelings for you. Because the idea is when she's away from you, she starts to wonder about you, think about you, and feels your strength and your ability to live your life regardless of what she's doing or not doing. I've been with plenty of girls before, but she's really something special. Well, she was so special, she went from her boyfriend to you, now to some other dude. Come on, you gotta look at the way she's treating you, dude. And she treated you like a second class citizen. So if she wants to see you again because you're fucking special and awesome and amazing, she's gonna have to reach out to you. And the only distance, at least for the next three dates, that you're gonna travel to see this girl is the distance to go from wherever you are in your place to your front door to let her in. That's a fact of life. And then if she does that and you hang out, have fun, and hook up all three times in a row when she comes over, then you can start picking her up and meeting her out. But again, the contact's got to be initiated by her, and then you make the next date when she reaches out. And that is the best way to handle it. And for those of you that haven't got my audiobook yet, you can listen to it for free by subscribing to Audible. And if you can't fucking stand me, you can't stand my voice, you can say, fuck this Corey Wayne guy's a jerk off, I hate his voice, and I'll let you exchange it for something else. But I know you'll love it. It's got 4.8 out of 5 stars on audible.com. That's pretty fucking good. Not many books on Audible have that. So if you follow what I teach, you will get the results. But if you follow what I teach some of the time, this is what happened. You get friend zoned and blown off for another dude. But this is how you learn. These kind of painful experiences, these fucking hurt because you really like this girl. She really blew you away. And women like this that have mutual attraction, they don't come along every fucking day. So you treat her right, she'll treat you right. And I will talk to you soon. (laughs) 